Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Socially Distant Podcast. Hold for applause. Clap, 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 clap. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for tuning in to your favorite Thursday recreational activity. We are back, as always, got a fire podcast. We always got the hot topics, always got the hot info and uh, the good laughs. So, uh, you know, we're going to get right into it. I'm B-Dill coming at you. We got Trenny. We got Dylan. Trenny, how we doing? Fucking great, man. I'm doing good, Brad. It's nice to see the boys after a week, you know? It's nice Hell to yeah. see your faces. And fucking here y'all's been working hard. How you doing, Dylan? I'm doing pretty good. Surviving out here. It's only Tuesday. Feels like it's, I don't know, like Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Cranking out here. How's it going over there, Brad? It's going. It's going all right. We got a got a big old plate of delicious food in front of me um just got back from the gym so just trying to resettle and get my fucking nervous system to calm back down after getting all hype and pushing myself but hell yeah hell yeah so cut up who uh i know trent said chiefs i said box dylan said box i'm a little i'm I'm a little (laughs) upset Yeah. Oh, I'm happier than it's just happier than happy. It's not fair. It's just not fair. Dude. Uh, three more, baby. Three more coming your way. It's just not forty seven year old Tom Brady will retire with ten rigs. No, he needs to at least get eleven so he can put one on his toe. And then, yep. and oh, then he needs uh, a toe ring. It's one on the wiener. That's probably what Bill Russell did. Had to get it fucking extra larger <laughs> ring. He's gonna oh, make it a belly gosh. button ring. Tom's gonna he's gonna make he's gonna, I I don't want to he's like I don't want a ring ring make it a belly button ring and he's just gonna you no know, I saw I saw a I meme like I saw a meme yeah because who was it Lil Uzi yeah yeah he tried to put that like diamond in his head and something went wrong I saw a meme with Tom Brady he's just gonna have the ring just in his forehead. That's that's baller shit. I all honestly, I didn't watch the game just because, like, I was I was still very upset. I, I'm still I'm still somewhat mad at the NFL just because the Packers did not make it. I mean, beggars can't be choosers. We had two great seasons in a row, but it's very demoralizing when you have Aaron Rodgers and your team makes it the NFC Championship game and they just fucking come up short two years in a row. It's just like you know. Yeah, that's At least let me go to the Super Bowl and lose so I can say we made it yeah. to the Super Bowl. You know, don't tease me. Don't stop me right at the end and just let go. Fucking yeah. take it all away, baby. I enjoyed it a lot. I didn't I haven't watched that much football this year to begin with. So it was it was fun to like actually watch a game all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I feel like that shows you the that game showed at least like me. The importance of an offensive line in the NFL. Yeah. Like, and I honestly. And a defense. True, true. But, like, if you, like, it's like the scale of the front seven. If you make it too far one way, it's, like, gonna be a rape train. Like, no matter what. And I feel like that was just clearly evident. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like their offensive line coach, I mean,. I know they had to do what they had to do. They lost their left tackle, and then they shift their right tackle to the left and slid their right guard to the right tackle. 
and then put in a guard. So you had three people in, like, <clears throat> new positions when you could have had, like, one. Yeah. So, yeah, no, my my opinion is, like, I think if you lose, like, if you lose tackle, guard should take tackle and then replace, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I did, well, I would say your tackles like, are more important than your guards, personally, as far as, like, pass game. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't have solid tackles, those DNs are just going to run you down and just destroy you. So yeah, I guess it depends more or less, like, what are you trying to focus on? If you're really trying to focus on your run game, maybe keep the guard, replace the tackle. But my opinion, at least, I think tackles are more important. Yeah, that's sure. what they should have done. Just replace – don't switch sides. Don't flop the guy on the sides. Like, I know they're that's professional athletes. I will saying. say that uh, Patrick Mahomes gave it his all for sure. He might have been the only player on the team that did that. Because yeah. <laughs> the rest of them – I'm not even talking about all the penalties they got. Like, you could tell. There was a, like, you can tell in football and really in any sport, like, when a team, like, is on their A game and when they're not. And, like, the Bucks were in their energy level was 9 million times higher. Well, it also doesn't, from, yeah. it also, it's worth noting that, like, they literally were in their home stadium. I know, like, it wasn't, Yeah, like, I know, I know. That's, like, that's a I think a that's some bullshit, if you ask me. I think that's some bullshit. Hey, man, that's how the fucking... I know it was, that's I know it's roll. decided, like, literally before, like, the season literally, like, pretty much gets underway, but I still think it's bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was a very lucky situation, and, like, if... I don't know. I'm Once saying, again, the, energy the stars level. align for Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. They like did. his career is like, if you look back on it, they have all, those stars have aligned pretty well for him. Home so far. stadium, left tackle goes down. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has turf toe, or he's getting surgery on his toe now. Yep. And I mean, they had two corners or one corner out. I saw a crazy stat that showed. Um, the the number like the number of times that like the defense like got like a hit like a knockback like onto the opposing quarterback the bucks apparently i have to look for the technical term cuz it's different like obviously like hits knock knockbacks like all those things um mm-hmm. but i think i think the number was like they got to Patrick Mahomes or like contacted him like knocked him whatever you want to say i think the number was like 58 and then <laughs> on like the chief side of it they like got to Brady like 3 times like, yeah. imagine being a quarterback and 58 of those snaps, like, there's literally a guy touching you. Like, that's got to yeah. suck. Yeah, that's just rough. Sure. That's just rough. Yeah, I didn't – that's what I – like, I didn't get an enjoyment out of, like, the Chiefs, like, because I felt really bad for Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But at the same at the same time, obviously, I was, like, rooting for the, the Bucks, so it was – it was fun to watch yeah. some of that happen. I will say that that altercation between Tom Brady and um, Tyron Matthew was. Did he say yeah, something? Did he say something racial? No, no, no way! Freaking! I thought that's uh, what was implied because he said, "I'm not going to repeat what he said." So I thought he said something racial. No way! He was I'm, mic'd up. So yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean. I saw someone... I thought Tom Brady yelled at him, like, to be, like, respectful. Because, like, that's usually what Tom Brady... Tom Brady will come after you for being, like, an asshole. Because the... the un, like, the penalty was on Matthew for, like, unsportsmanlike conduct. Mm. So, like, Tom Brady came after him after that alter... The first thing happened. 
And I thought Tom Brady was yelling at him to like stop being like a fucking asshole. Oh, I just didn't. I just didn't read the article. I just saw the headline, and it said like Tyron Matthew, Tom Brady altercation. Matthew said, "I will not repeat what he said." So like in my mind, I'm like, "Oh shit, did he say something?" Like, but I doubt it. Yeah. No. I think Tom Brady is at dad level at this point. Oh, yeah. I think he's trying to keep like these kids because like you can get your. You can get fined up the asshole for doing the littlest thing in the NFL. Oh, yeah. And I just picture Tom Brady, like, scolding, like, these young kids. Because you saw it after the game, like, when they won, Tom Brady <coughs> went up to, like, all of, like, the younger players and everything and was, like, hugging them and, like, yeah. on the mm-hmm. other team. Like, I don't know. I think he has respect for the game of football at this point. I hope so. A lot so. of people don't like him. But I'd hope he, so. He's got seven. What's there? It he freaking passed the Pittsburgh Steelers number of Super Bowls. It's literally crazy. So. He has more. He has <laughs> more Super Bowls than any franchise. Yep. Which is crazy. Yeah, because the that? Patriots had six, the Steelers had six, and he has seven. Isn't it wild that literally the Patriots have six championships and they're all him? him. <laughs> like that's <laughs> nuts. Oh that's my gosh. Ridiculous. I, I didn't realize that these were the numbers, and that is, like, blowing my <coughs> fucking mind. I mean, Super Bowls, you know, Steelers and Patriots, but if we're just talking, like, championships, Green Bay, baby. Because they're, like, <laughs> literally, like, the oldest franchise, one of the <laughs> oldest franchises in the NFL. They won Super Bowl one and two. <laughs> one so day the Bills will get there. I saw some stuff that, like, like I said, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch the game, and then um, I didn't really pay much much attention to the uh, to like the Chiefs Bills game down to like down to the detail like I did with like the Packers game, so like I can make comments. But I can relate somewhat and have some sympathy for the Bills fans that said like they were all complaining about like a lot of instances where like. The Chiefs weren't getting penalized, but then, like, in the game against the Bills, like, the Bills were getting penalized. And, honestly, it was, like, the same thing with, like, the Packers and the um, and the Bucks. Because I guess there was a play at the yeah. beginning of the Super Bowl that, like, they called it a hold because real time it looked like a hold. But, like, when you watched it back, like, slow motion, like, the dude, like, barely even touched him. And I guess yeah. that, like, led to, like, a score. That was, like, a big penalty beginning in the game. And, like, literally, I don't know if you guys watched the Packers game, but there was, like, three times where, like, Alan Lazard is trying to, like, cross the field. And the dude literally has, like, jersey just, like, completely, like, his shoulder pad is, like, sticking out middle of the route. And then no flag. And it's like, oh, okay. They're just letting him play. And then literally the last play of the game, our our cornerback, like, brushes the guy's jersey. And the ball wasn't even catchable. And they throw the flag. And then they get the first down. And then we lose the game because it was an automatic first. So, like, I don't know, dude. I don't think the NFL is necessarily rigged. But I also think that, like, they kind of, like, tell the officials like we try to lean we're trying to lean towards this narrative right yeah. here like the goat and the up and coming so like let's make it happen um yeah. okay let's take this in a, a little bit of a different direction do you think if there was like an ai that could do the job of the referee that you would prefer like instant perfect 100 percent results from like the official yes because i think even though you might necessarily have more penalties per se i think it would make it even 
Because it you you got to understand too, like the officials, they do a great job. Like they're for the most part, like they're very they're very well trained and they're very well knowledgeable. But you also have to yeah. understand too that like a lot of it can be situational, depending on like where the play is taking place. Yeah. What's the positioning of the ref? Like if the you know what I mean? If a guy runs like a mm-hmm. twenty yard in and the ref has to like run, if he's turned a certain way or if he's not completely in line with the play, he might not see something. So, like, yeah. he might think he does or he might think he doesn't and then he might call, like, a penalty for that reason. Or, like, because there was multiple times, like I said, in that game where, like, Al Lazard was clearly held and I honestly want to say, like, the ref wasn't in the position to see it just because, like, how, like, the bodies were, like, yeah. positioned. So, I think, is that what you're, you're asking? Like, if AI could, like, do it perfectly? Yeah. I would love it. Yeah. Because I think it would just put it on an even basis no matter what. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much, if you watch any of, like, the games nowadays where they pull up the AWS thing from Amazon, like, yeah. that that shit is literally down to, like, the inch. Like, the, yeah. the AI can figure out exactly how far the ball was thrown, and, like, it, it's there. Like, the technology to do it is there. It's just, I think... There was there's going to be a large conversation against it, I think, just due to the fact because it's a sport, and sometimes you should let, like, situational stuff happen, mm-hmm. and, like, because it brings <coughs> sport, it's entertainment at the end of the day. If you're just sitting there giving people penalties left and right because, like, that's actually what happened, the game would slow the game down a lot. Yeah. No, and I do, I do mm-hmm. agree with that fact, but I also think that it should be... It should be on the NFL's shoulders to make sure that, like, every – even, like, the tiniest of calls, make sure they are 100% right because one play can yeah. change a game. So, like – I think if they had, like, an AI to go, like, review the play with, be like, okay, what is, like, the computer telling us? Like, it happened no, and in this I, situation. I, I agree. I think and then every, reference it with, like, what everyone else saw. I think every penalty yeah. should be reviewed by, like, an AI, like – like an unbiased like AI, like if there was a way to like write that algorithm and figure mm-hmm. it out. If the guy was like, "Oh, I saw a hold," and like you know whether he saw it real time, and then you look at the slow motion, yeah. I think there should be an AI that's like, "Oh, this is what you thought you saw, but this is actually what happened." Like, no. But then, yeah. like you said, every because even like every ref is different as far as their opinion. Like one guy can get held like a tiniest yeah. little bit, and that guy's like, oh, that's a hold, and then other refs can be like, oh, that's not, like, we're going to let him play. That's really not worth it. Which yeah. is which think, also doesn't help, too, like because there is a lot of difference because they have those stats between, like, the different officiating mm-hmm. crews, and, like, the one year, like, the one the one crew, because, like, they have, like, they stay together, like, whoever their head and, like, all the guys around them and stuff like that. The one crew, like, got some shit because they threw, like, way more penalties than, like, anybody else. It was, like, absurd. So they were yeah. like, yo, what's going on? Why are you guys calling so many penalties? Like, yeah. That ain't right. I think, I think it is slightly improving as like the NFL's camera technology gets better mm-hmm. as well. Like they are able to like see things in like perfect four K, like t- like real close now with like the the cameras and like Intel has been working with the NFL on doing like three D like modeling like real time in the stadium, so you can like go anywhere and watch the like the game from any perspective and you you would be able to like get pretty much on top of like the whatever the situation is and look at it perfectly like perfectly 3D modeled and everything <coughs> no i agree 100% helpful yeah that's that's coming down the line like the technology is going in the direction like the NFL i think is aware of where their weaknesses are and technology just kind of 
fills in those holes. <laughs> like just to, hopefully. just to like finish up, drive my point home and just add to like why I think that you brought, I wasn't even thinking AI, but you bring it up and it's actually, if you think about this and what I'm going to say, it can be such a good thing that if they could find a way to do it. But like this, this article was written October 18th, 2016. And like, for example, Jerome Boger, his crew averaged about 20.8 penalties per game. They were the highest at that point, 2016. And then, uh, and then the crew with the lowest like average was 12.2. So from two crews, there's, I mean, obviously you have it in between. So like it spreads, but you're literally talking eight more penalties a game just between the highest crew and the low crew. Like that can change a game drastically depending on what they are. Like defensive hey man, pass maybe interference. the teams they're refing are just dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> no, and like that's why you. That's why like I guarantee you, like you can't trust those stats a hundred percent because there were every some years different. where the Bills would literally. I think it was when the Ryan's were coaching, where they would literally because they were just it, the team was just like incomplete and utter like they just didn't bro. Know they the were just out there on. to just fucking go crazy. It was just chaos. Yeah, and it was just penalty after penalty after penalty because the. They just were all over the place. Yeah. I remember that year. Uh-huh. It was I miss the Ryans. I don't. Those were the golden years. Oh, no. <laughs> Bills football. Dan Carpenter. <laughs> was Kyle Orton the quarterback when they were there? Caught. Yeah, I think Kyle. so. I think he was. Was he or like, who was? I think he was Rex Ryan's first quarterback, to be honest. Maybe. You could fact check that. Yeah, I, I can't know. remember that. But I think time. that's interesting. I think that's just interesting to fucking look at, like, yeah, what what crews call more penalties and like how that can play a factor in games. Because I just think it's dumb. I I think I think it's stupid how a lot of the times when a game is like over with or during the game, you don't like. I feel like the most the people the thing that people talk the most about isn't like oh like this guy's better than that guy and it's having an effect in this way. It's like, no, this team's getting more penalties called on them. So like, they're literally just like getting free passes and it's, I don't think that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Well, in other news, Bitcoin hit all time highs this week because Tesla bought $1.5 billion with Bitcoin. Yes, 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 yes. That shit's crazy. Yeah, so I think the only public companies are Coinbase, I think, Square, and Tesla. Yeah. To hold yeah. Bitcoin on their balance sheet. And, like... I think there's some... I, I don't know. There's, like... I'm assuming, like, companies like Riot, like, that's on yeah. their balance sheet. I mean... Well, yeah, probably. I imagine. I mean, how could it because not be? I'm assuming like that's where a lot of their value I think comes from is like the shit that they're mining, yeah. Is they're holding like that, and that as Bitcoin goes up, their like stuff that they hold from their mining operations also goes up. Hundred percent, yeah. Huh. Trying to you made me laugh the other day when you put that thing on your story about like people posting about Dogecoin. And you're like, if you post about <laughs> Dogecoin, you don't know shit or whatever Dude, you said. I was laughing. I don't know. I mean, I don't mind, like, I mean, invest in Dogecoin, do whatever you want. Like, I've invested in Dogecoin because, I mean, like, it's spiking. I have Dogecoin because it's a meme stock, and meme yeah. stocks make money sometimes. Yeah, like, I mean, but, if you're short-term day trading, like, the volatility spikes, you can read the candlesticks and make thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars every day. Like, I did it one time, I made, like, a quick hundred bucks, and I was like, I'm not touching it, it's not a long-term asset, it's fucking poopy cock. Like, 
I mean, it's a meme. It'll die. It's I don't I don't think or it's it won't, do dude. Maybe it'll just go to the moon and become the currency of Mars. Yeah, and we will be the idiots who are like, fuck <laughs> Dogecoin. That's why you should at least hold a small amount of Dogecoin. See, yes, but also that money, even though it's a small amount, it's a lost opportunity somewhere else. When you know, yeah. when you know, Bitcoin is literally the scarcest. It's going to be like the scarcest like cryptocurrency. Yeah. So it's going to make it the most valuable. What happens to everything else that's not valuable? Like gold, and then silver's like dog shit, and then everything yeah. else disappears. So, I yeah. mean, we'll see. But yeah, we'll see. It's going in a good direction. Also, I mean, but like I was looking at my portfolio, like my actual portfolio, not like the freaking meme stock bullshit. <laughs> and being a long-term investor is way more satisfying so much better. getting those like s- small little bumps from dogecoin or whatever Literally. because like you know that money is like going to continue to like be mm-hmm. good money yeah dude and it's just it's different i mean and you feel like and jake jake and i were talking about this i think we were all talking about this um like the time you spend to research a stock make sure it's the right stock and you're long-term investing, you know that's where you want your money to go. That yeah. All that time, that opportunity cost of finding that right stock is out the window once you buy the stock and you're holding it. Imagine doing that for so many stocks, day trading, and all that time mm. and preparation just disappears after you make that little bit of money. And yeah. all that research disappears. So, I mean, <laughs> it goes both ways because then you can take those gains like flip it yeah but i mean yeah there's definitely situations where that's a good thing you can definitely make a lot of money doing that but like making a lot of money really quick is sometimes a drawback because you don't see the value in it as much i think Mm -hmm. if you would have earned it over time in a way yeah if that makes sense yeah and i mean in a sense if you're if you're doing long-term investing you're making calculated decisions. If you're yeah. doing short term, if you're doing day trading, you're reading candlesticks and charts on a popular yeah. company that's going up and down and you're hitting the swings. So you're making yeah. money off the swings. You're not making money off like, I believe in this company long term. It's got good revenues. It's got a healthy balance sheet. It's got great financials. Yeah. It's got a good business model, good growth, customer base. Like, I mean, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, man. Warren Buffett's a long-term say, investor. So, I'm going to yeah, I will say <laughs> my uh, Aferia investment was a smart investment, for sure. Bro, when did you get in on that shit? I saw that shit was at, like, 26 or something. I'm I'm up 150% on it from, like, three weeks ago. <laughs> That's what we love to see, boy. That's what we love Hell to see. Yeah. Big marijuana plays out here. <laughs> Big marijuana plays, dude. <clears throat> Bro, I, I just opened up my Instagram just to get to Nugget. So, like, when the meme comes around later, and, like, I went and... <laughs> I just went and looked at the two I sent you guys the other day, bro. Those ones <laughs> killed me. <laughs> the FIFA 14. Ah. 
want to know. The one guy like tosses his hat and then just starts dancing. And then that the, the oh my god, he on X Games mode. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why, but that guy's voice is gold. Oh my god. Oh my god, he on X Games mode. <laughs> just hilarious dude i love that shit i like the pokemon one you settles that one made me so happy i gotta go find that one i don't even really remember it which one the one you sent us in the in our group chat the coliseum one oh yeah (laughs) 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 that's so funny i love how they put the sb on a number on heads on the guys too they were just struggling You gotta love it. You need a good meme every once in a while to lighten the mood of the day. Keep you going. True love. What um? What else? Oh, Donald Trump's impeachment was today. Well, the beginning of it. No, I understand I, the. I understand the the rationale behind it, but I also just think it's the stupidest thing in the world to worry about right now. Yeah, it's definitely like when. The other thing they could be spending their time on is getting money into the hands of the American people mm-hmm. and yeah. getting stimulus out. Everybody wants that stimmy. Yeah. This is probably wasted time at this point. I just, yeah. But I mean, they're, they're, don't get they're me trying wrong. to get it it's done. Money. Don't get me wrong. Like, they should. And, like, you know, realistically. They're I trying hope. to do it in a week. Oh, he does so get they're trying to speed rush impeached, up. but, yeah. He does need to get impeached, but I just think it's the wrong thing. I love, uh... It does make me smile, because I don't like when people are like, um, like, what's the word? Uh, the word is, can never think of the word. Bad at thinking of words. What's the word? Like, when people, like, when they say one thing and they do another thing. Like, kind of two-faced? Yeah, like, like more or less like two-faced. Like, the people that, like, I love seeing the people that, like, talk shit about Donald Trump, and then they were, like, praising Joe Biden, and then Joe Biden's in office, yeah. and the people are like, yo, Joe, so you you in here now, where's my stimmy? Like, that makes me laugh, because yeah. I like seeing both sides of it. Yeah. Which is how it's, it should be. It's, yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's funny as fuck. I just, yeah, I just think, in general, we're gonna see... This impeachment is going to show a lot. They are already, like, they voted to continue the impeachment trial, like, a, a couple hours ago. And six Republicans crossed party lines and went with the Democrats. Good. So that right there that shows that there are Republicans that are open to conversation. And there's actually, it seems like McConnell and Chuck Schumer have been getting along well enough with their, like, power agreement that they have. Hmm. Where I think we might actually be able to, like move forward with a lot of bills. I think they will. And if not, Kamala Harris has the power to break the tie on a lot of things. Kamala. So. Fucking Who's that? Uh, Keep investing in Joe Biden. Who is, <laughs> who is fucking, what is it, AOC? Yeah. P- who is she? People roast the shit out of her. She's in the house. She is like one of the house representatives for like Brooklyn, there's a lot of people that don't like her <laughs> yes there's definitely a lot of people who don't like her but it's because she has been heavily like villainized on like fox news has and she? Shit. yeah she is like the face of like socialism in america uh, on like those tv shows yeah. which uh, her her policy making yeah is, is is socialist for sure i just wouldn't call her the face of socialism like i don't think like 
America will never be socialist to begin with. It like full on socialist. We'll have socialist like neo socialist like ideals and stuff that get brought into policy. Bernie. I don't ever think. Don't ever think like capitalism is bred into the brains of this country, and it ha- always has been. And I don't think you're gonna get rid of like that at any point. You think Bernie's a there socialist? Were- yeah, he he, a lot of his, yeah, he, he literally, he left the Democrats, like, he's not, he's a, registered as a socialist. Well, some people, I just ask, because I, you, you talk to some people, and you say something about Bernie being a socialist, and they're like, he's not a socialist. And you're like, yeah, yeah but kind of is. That's not, that's definitely not what I'm trying to be at all, because I know exactly the people you're talking about are, like, the people that, like, defend him, and, and like, but those people don't understand, like, socialism, I don't think. That's usually what it is. Yeah. Is they don't, mm-hmm. like, they have, a like, a misconception when it comes to that stuff, and I think a lot of that, like, socialism and, like, the alternatives to it are outdated for, like, 21st century. Like, Andrew <coughs> Yang talked about it all the time, that we need to, to, like, update, like, how our economy works for the 21st century. Like, we need human-centered capitalism where, like, humans are actually valued mm-hmm. because we, right now, we're just a commodity and there's, like, our work, our labor and work and everything is, like, the product mm-hmm. that we're, we're producing. And it's... That needs to be updated, and like, you would see wages and stuff change by doing that. Bro, people are the most Where important are thing to anything in this world. Yeah, if something is gonna if something is gonna function and prosper, you need people. Yeah, hundred percent. The right people. Even like at Tesla, like uh, they, I've seen like Elon Musk talk about how he's always going to need people because like robots and AI only can do so much. Mm-hmm. That, like, you need, like, how a human brain works to put things together sometimes. Like, a computer's not going to be able to, like, think exactly like a human at, right now. At some point, probably. Yeah, at this point think in of, time. When you said that, when you said hum- the computers aren't going to be able to think like humans, I just thought of a... I just thought of Interstellar with those robots. They have like those settings, yeah. like the humor and the honesty settings. <laughs> like, yeah. what's your what's your uh, what's your honesty setting at ninety percent? How the fuck are you? How are you honest ninety percent of the time? <laughs> what's that other ten percent? Like shit, like that. Like you can't because you can't. You'll always because yeah. emo- Even though like a lot of things, human emotion should be like removed and taken out of. You always need like that human yeah. emotion factor. Yeah. Because robots don't. They don't have feelings. Yeah. Or I hope they don't. Because do. when they do, they'll take over. <laughs> Dude, sometimes the Alexa in my kitchen scares me. She, Dude. I feel, it 3 o'clock in the morning being... one morning. Alexa just started playing a song and scared the shit out of my mom and dad. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, my dad got up. He's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> He's just like ripped it out the wall. <laughs> They're going to take over, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you always you always gonna need people though. How's the job at the gym been going over there? You know, Dylan, I wish I could tell you it's going better. I really do. Um, kind of like the same stuff I've been saying. Like I was talking to my mom and dad about earlier today, and like I understand, and 
it is going to take time. Like, I just got, like, my first paycheck, which was nice because then, like, it makes you feel kind of good because it's like, oh, hey, look, I'm yeah. making money. Like, now I don't feel like a complete fucking bum. Um, yeah. But my biggest problem right now is just – and I can't really, like, blame and I can't really act like it should be, like, totally different. Like, I didn't expect to just, like, walk up in there and have them just, like, you know, hand me clients and basically just, like, put money in my pocket off the start for, like, no reason. But, like, yeah. also – in my opinion, at least, like, my head trainer, my manager, more or less, he, for, like, the month or so that I've been there, he doesn't really make, like, he hasn't made, like, the biggest attempt to really, like, like, help me get going and, like, put the people in front of me. They have, but they haven't. I've only had three, mm-hmm. um, what they call them, like, kickoff sessions. It's just, like, a first-time, like, free thing for, like, new members, and then it's, like, a way for them to, like see what training is like like you go and like do like a workout with them and like talk to them about stuff and then it's kind of like the time that you have to like sell yourself so like oh damn like this is something that could probably be really useful and helpful like i should pay this person to train me it just sucks that like the three people that i've done that with so far they've all been college kids so yeah. like they don't have the income or like the want to be like oh yeah you know what i mean i want to hire a trainer like i'm in college i have the time and the money for that so it's yeah. rough and i told him that the other day and i was like Cause I had to sit down to them and talk about like my goals for the month. I was like, dude, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I was like, but you're going to have to help me out. Cause like you guys are giving me nothing but college kids to like do kickoff sessions with. Like they don't want training. Like literally every single one of them at the start of the session has just told me that they were just here. Cause it's like free. And you guys kept calling them, telling them to like schedule their kickoff. So like they did it. And the two of them, two out of the three were like really nice. And it was like fun. Like we had a good time. Like I showed them stuff. They said they really liked it and they were like interested the other one just like literally was basically wanted to tell me to go fuck off because it was just like awful. But like it's just like that. And he was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I know. He's like, yeah, it was uh, – did I tell you guys that? Fun, interesting. I don't hate. I love all people. I don't judge. My first ever quote-unquote client comes in, sits down. It is a transgender a uh, female becoming a male is that so do you say transgender male or you say transgender i don't it was a girl who was it was a girl who was beginning to take hormone treatment to become a male okay so So off the start it was mad a boy yes (laughs) so off the start i was like oh shit i was like this is gonna be fun so right there in my head I'm like, okay, like, so what kind of exercises am I going to, like, show them and take them through that they're going to enjoy? Like, do I show them exercises that more, like, a girl would want or more than a boy would mm-hmm. want? Like, I got to – and that was just – that was just a nightmare in its own. I could fucking talk to you an hour about how that one went. But I talked to him – when I talked to him yesterday, he, he more or less just kind of told me that, like – um or he seems like he's going to like really try to be more involved in helping me get going because it does then reflect back on him. Like, you know, I'm, Mm -hmm. he's the head trainer. I'm one of his basically employees. If I like literally don't have clients for like months after being there, somebody's going to be like, Hey Cody, what the hell are you doing? Why does this guy have no clients? So he said, um, his schedule is starting to fill up now that like people are starting to get back to the gym, like get out of like the COVID stuff. So he, he more or less said that he's going to, start to like really push people onto me and like try to set me up more and more for people that would like definitely be interested in like having like recurring training yeah. sessions. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, thank you. Like no offense, but I've been here for a month. It's about time. 
not just like literally show up. Like the one day I showed up and he was just like sitting in his office playing Nintendo Switch and he could literally give two shits what I did. I could have literally just leaned yeah. up against the counter for three, four hours and he wouldn't have said a word about it. I was like, oh my God, you're killing me, dude. <laughs> Yeah. So it's definitely that's unfortunate. And yeah, that's it's up. yeah. But I can understand it though too because then he even told me the one day that for being like the head trainer there and for as much as like he actually does like how many clients he actually does have, they really don't pay him a lot either. Like they don't pay him. Yeah. They don't pay him more than I as far as like when he works with somebody. I technically will make more money per session than he does when he trains yeah. somebody, and his hourly isn't. Mine's minimum wage and his hourly, I think, is like not even – he told me it's like probably not even like a dollar or two more. So like even as the head trainer, they don't pay him much either. Yeah. So then obviously how's that going to affect his work ethic? No shit he's going to sit there and play Switch while he's in yeah. his office. Like he doesn't care. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. You got to figure out if you are allowed to like bring in like customers because like I feel like if – because you would need a crunch membership – like any like crunch gym membership anyway to work out in there at all to begin or can you do like a day pass or something you can do a day pass yeah so yeah that's what it would come down to is like if i bring somebody from the outside in they would want them to get a membership and then like the payment that's the thing the payment would have to go through the gym so like the member they would they would have to pay the gym for training and then i would be the trainer not just like bring them in and i get the how much is how much is day pass uh, probably like it's like 10 15 bucks at like pretty much anywhere you go honestly if you want i mean like i don't know what your, your situation is but giving people free entry like if you like find thing. like cl- find like clients on facebook say and you go to them and be like hey uh i work for crunch fitness uh like tell them everything you do or like um just try to f- like you gotta find someone who's actually interested in getting like trained and be like, hey, I will pay for your day pass to come in. You can do, like, one of those kickoff sessions, mm-hmm. pretty much. And there you go. You paid for someone to come in the gym. And, like, the Crunch Fitness, is you're still going all through Crunch Fitness because they're paying the gym. Well, you're paying for their membership to get into the gym or whatever. And they're doing, like, a, a kickoff session, essentially. Yeah. And then you could, like, if they enjoy it, they could become a recurring customer for Crunch Fitness. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely, it's just, like, definitely rough, because it's just, like, a lot of payment people get slapped with up front, like, the gym member, because yeah. they would make them pay a gym membership, which gets, yeah. like, it's weird, too, somebody, one of the person, one of the people explained it to me, like, literally, the longer you're a member there, the more expensive it gets, like, as it's, like, recurring, like, you start off at a price, you start off at, like, $30 yeah. a month, and they almost get up to, like, 60 like, they make you pay more for some reason, and yeah. it's just See, dumb that's hard because, even because like if the... you could build in like personal training as a separate service, yeah, instead of like you needing a gym membership there, you only pay for your personal training, and that's the only thing you can go to the gym for is those sessions. They would make way more fucking money yeah. off of personal training sessions because you wouldn't have to buy into Crunch Fitness's gym membership. You're not going to go there if you're like unless you're going to get trained. Yeah. So like, there's no point of buying like a. a full year membership when you're only going there their prices are specific reason their prices are very high too in my opinion i mean i've just i've just gotten into the field but just like looking at them like damn that's a lot when you break it down like they're two of their most like common packages like the like the three times a week 30 minute sessions or the twice a week hour sessions it literally breaks it down to like 57 upwards of like 65 bucks a session like that's a lot of money for like and it it sucks because i literally don't even make like a fraction of that i would make like at most probably like eight nine dollars out of like 50 
Like that's that's just yeah. why do you need to take that much money from your trainers? Like it's so stupid. I mean, that right there shows you that you just need to keep working towards the point where you can have your own gym because you yeah. should not be mm-hmm. like you should get a hundred percent of that instead yeah. of fucking like thirteen percent. I know. That. I'm already looking at other places. Um, my girlfriend told me to apply to the chain that like her and her brother lift at. It's called Catalyst. Mm-hmm. And there, there is one opening. It's the the location in Depew has an opening. She said it's just a lot better because the trainers there are like actually like on staff, not just like separate like desk and like floor people yeah. and separate trainers. Like when you work there, you're a trainer and you're an employee there. So like you'll be there like the whole day, and like yeah. you'll make more money, which is cool. Which is what I want because like right now it's literally just like only come in yeah. when you have like people to train. Yeah. I would definitely try that. I would make sure, like, when you go in for the interview, that you don't, like, bash Crunch Fitness or yeah, anything. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh, I hate working at that place. It's shit. Yeah, I would, I would, like, like we said before, like, we started, like, these new things. You, like, when you get a new position, you take everything you can out of it as a positive yep. and then leave all the negative shit behind yeah. and move to the next, like, spot in your career but my dad also told me because he kind of like when after i keep telling him like about like the job day after day he told me like the next interview i do have like to be more persistent with like the questions and getting more information of like what my day-to-day will look like down to like down to the minute down to the hour and he even said himself like same thing you said like don't go in there and bash crunch fitness but also just tell them about like how the experience was there and the things I disliked. So that way they can see that I actually like, you know, give a shit. Like I didn't like that. I just mm. sit there and do nothing a lot of the time. Like I want to be active. I want to be engaged. And yeah, you know, they more or less just like, don't really care half the time what you do. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. It's, I'm sure like I would definitely go hard for that next one, but just keep like trying your best and getting whatever the hell you can out of it. But Oh yeah. Sometimes, like, when you're fresh out of college, you're, you're going to hit and miss things for sure. No, and that's what I told him, too. I was like, I just got to – I told my mom. I said, I'm going to try – I'm trying not to worry about it so much. I'm just trying to take, like, every day I go in there, like, what can I take from that day? And then just mm-hmm. take it all as – because I'm still living at home, obviously. I don't have, like, really much to pay for other than, like, car and phone and gas. So that's nice so like the little money i make i can save up but it's more or less just getting like that baseline experience so when i go to the next place i like i know what to expect and like i can jump into it heavier than this because like i I want that way i can that way at the next place i can like i know what to expect i know um like what to look for how to like how to handle like situations and i can just like hit the ground running so then it's more of Mm -hmm. like okay yeah this guy's like he knows what's up he's comfortable with people he knows how to engage with him he knows how to talk to him you know he knows how to like sell himself and then, like, at a better place with a better staff and a better, like, system, I guarantee you it's going to be way easier. Crunch is just yeah, kind of, like, they're just kinda, they, they just kind of half-ass it. They really, don't, they really don't seem to care. That's how it is sometimes. You can tell a company only cares about money when they don't care. Yep. Because... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Crunch me. It's not focusing personal if, training and they focus. If corporate, training. if you can feel corporate in the environment and you don't feel customer service, that's when you know things are going the wrong mm-hmm. direction. Because yeah. similar if, to similar how like GNC was with selling stuff, Crunch also has mm-hmm. like their own line of products. And I also have to meet like a quota every month of like trying to sell protein and vitamins to people. Like, dude. Yeah, that right. It's just a profit. It's 
Yeah. It's unfortunate. And customer service, no matter what field you are in, is the number one thing that will make you long-term good money. Because if yeah. your customers, clients, whatever you the situation is trust you and you're not literally trying to milk them for money. They'll give you more money. And that's, term. I mean like, and that's why I did as well as I did at like GNC and stuff like that. Like there was people that walk in the door and like they ask my honest opinion and I like, I had no I had no problem looking them in the face. <clears throat> Excuse me. There were so many people I had no problem looking in the face. I'm like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You really don't need it. And then stand there yeah. and talk with them for like 15, 20 minutes and just give them like actual, like, realistic advice about like proper like you know exercising habits and then like nutrition like don't reach for the bottle on the shelf reach yeah. for this out of your fridge like you got to think about it and then people are like oh yeah. wow like thanks there were so many times people walked in there trying to buy something and they left with just information because i was like you don't need to buy anything just go and do yeah. this and then if it doesn't yeah. work come back to me and we'll talk more like, yeah. but that's just how we are as Americans and people. People want to reach for like the easy solution. You want to reach for the bottle before you reach for the stock of broccoli. Yeah. So exactly. what are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. That's life. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, Trenny, how's the uh, how's the windshield wiper business? Fucking lit. I mean, which poppin'. which one are you at? Because I honestly, I'm gonna come see you because my one windshield wiper broke. Come, on, I want you to hook me up with some hot ones. Yeah, dude, fucking, they're all the same, but they're pretty hot, if you ask me. I mean, they're good, they're good wipers, I mean. Is it just one standard wiper for everything? So, no, there's, like, mad different sizes, but they are all, like, the same mechanism. My boss... They all work, though. Oh, they're they're oh, good, though, right? I was gonna say. Are they solid wipers? Oh, they're, they're fucking rock solid, dude. I good, because my wipers no suck. cheap shit. <laughs> what what location are you at during the day? Irving. I think you probably go by me every day. I mean, like, where don't you go down? Where are you? Fucking like right across from Tim Hortons and McDonald's. Like before you go, like you know how you get onto the like the yeah highway you merge right onto the throughway right there. You're right before that, like the Timmy like Hill, Timmy Hill's McDonald's Burger King. Yeah, yeah, or no, yeah. there's no Burger right King. Right there. Oh yeah, there's right across from that. Right across from that. When are you there next? You there tomorrow? Man, I'm there every single day. Oh, I'm sliding in tomorrow before I get on the throughway. <laughs> Bet. Monday through Friday. How much are they? <laughs> Fucking one wiper is $15 plus tax, sixteen seventeen. Easy money. Boom. You got to take card? Yes, sir. Oh, good. I'm rolling in there tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hopping in tomorrow before I get on the throughway because my wipers are shot. Let's go. Hey, man, if you need two. Thirty-two, thirty-five. No, I'm buying them both. I can't have one shit wiper and one good wiper. <laughs> piss me off. And two dollars extra, I can top off your windshield wiper fluid, bro. I'm doing that too because I'm getting low. <laughs> <laughs> Plus that tip, I gotta get that. I gotta, I gotta get that tip in there. Bro, full sale, dude. I mean, like, it's. It's a decent gig. I mean, man, fucking, I get paid to look at, like, I'm literally, like, just, like, constantly, like, I, I do what I do, and I get back under my warm blanket, and I'm just trying to, like, <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, just, like, learn and read about different companies and fucking, like, take gains and, like, reallocate. I've just been doing a lot of shit, so, I mean, Good. fuck it, I'm getting paid to do that, I feel like, so, and then. Shit, it's lit. Hell yeah. I've been getting some fat tips. 
I've been getting some, like, fat tips. Let's go. Some lady gave me, like, fucking $9. I was like, yo, this is, like, she just gave me a $20 bill for, like, one little rear wiper blade. And I was like, you don't want change? And she was like, that's okay, sweetie. And I was like. Aww. And I was like. God bless her. You lit. Thank you. Good show. But yeah, That's man, awesome. It's... Yeah, I'm stopping tomorrow for sure. That's it's just how it be, man. Good shit, good shit. But I've That's been awesome. having some fucking, some good days on the stock market. Some good days, man. Yes, sir. Spend some fat gains. Perfect. Fat gains, I haven't looked. You guys, I, uh... I... Yeah, you gotta ch- check on your fucking account, Bradley. We got to check on Southwest Airlines. Let me actually check up, pull up a quote. <laughs> I remember that was the first I'll pull it up right I now. <laughs> I got that one textile company, too, that Jake was like. Wait, no. It, it's love. What is it? Let me look. Hang on. Bro, yeah. I think you're up a buck on these guys. Oh, I'm up a fat buck. What do you mean, dog? Fat dollars Dude, they're out at here. $51, bro. I'm selling. <laughs> selling. Selling them all morning. I honestly think you got in around like 38 or something, right? What is going on here? Let me look. Hang I on. I got, when you got can't remember the password. Damn, boy. Fidelity. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, that's that recovery stocks, man, coming out of this COVID. They're going to be hot. The username and password is incorrect. Okay, Bullshit I saw, it is, bitch. I was on Google Trends today looking up trends to talk about on this wonderful cast. And um, I saw that Starlink, Elon's Wi-Fi, satellite, yeah. low-hanging satellite Wi-Fi, it's accepting orders. <laughs> yeah, they're, they've been doing, like, beta testing in, like, major cities. I actually just watched a video where a dude unboxed it and, like, showed how it like worked and everything really they're badass and yeah like people have had them for a couple months now oh i didn't um, know that's so dope but they might be taking like larger orders in like those cities because they're all they're ready to go there's like i think there's close to a thousand of the forty-two thousand satellites that they ha- need so like they can focus it on the cities that they need for right now but eventually dude you're gonna be able to hook that thing up to your tesla have high speed internet in the middle of the woods because you're okay hypothetically you get a tesla cyber truck with a solar panel on the roof so you get charging non-stop like while you're out in the woods because you have a solar panel <laughs> you, con- you connect your satellite <laughs> to your cyber truck you got high speed internet you could play fucking Call of Duty in the middle of fucking That's awesome. anywhere. Dude, and that will be coming. Nah, we we took we're we're we all oh, no, we took a fat dip today. I'm down. I'm down a dollar thirty-three today. But <laughs> that's not a fat dip. That's a fat dip. I lost a dollar thirty-three today. But if you look at fat percent dip, man. percent total, percent total gain loss, tapestry incorporated. I'm at two plus two hundred nine percent on that on that bitch. Dude, let's fucking go, man. Look at this here. Let me share this, and I don't know if it if this is like I don't know how to, I don't technically really know how to like read this per se, but like if you look right here, apparently total oh, total gain <laughs> loss account. I'm up fifty seven bucks. 
You're up seventy seven percent on your entire account. That's pretty damn good. We killing it out here. I don't even do anything. <laughs> Yo, Brad, you know the average well, market pockets. earner is like they shoot for ten percent. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, See, you're fucking. I'm a fucking. It, I'm in the stonks and I don't even know it. I'm out Where'd here you? in the stonks. Dude, that's man, crazy. Hot plays, bro. Hot plays. I mean, that, that just one's shows fat. You, man. Two hundred nine percent. The power of investing, bro. So you're up 77%. If you put in a $1,000 to start and everything, that goes up 77%. Where do you at, fucking 1,777? That'd be crazy. Um, then you take those gains, flip it, and just keep trying to repeat the process. Is it fucking... Do I... Oh, man. Do I keep these bitches riding? And that's that's not... Now that's the question. I, I mean, <laughs> you, got, you got one share of each, my guy. I mean... It's I should get in. I should get some more. I should get some more. Tomorrow, I, I mean, tomorrow I should get in there and get a couple more TPR. My, dude, I really want. I'm gonna look into them a little bit harder. But that EXPI, that EXP Realty thing, for these next couple of months here, probably until the summertime, they're gonna be riding hard because there's a interest rates are at an all-time low here in the real estate market yeah and houses are flying off the market literally in less than like five hours sometimes i've seen a house go on the market and sell within like an hour really damn yeah because the interest rates and everything are so fucking if you if you want to freaking buy a house or sell a house right now this is the up and like for the next couple months here probably until the summertime it's a hot time to do it, apparently. Huge. Because the real estate market is uh, popping. And I would like to invest in something in real estate now that I'm technically a part of it. It's just to have some kind of holdings in my job. Because I can't really invest in real estate photography. <laughs> I guess I can invest in a camera company. Kodak. <laughs> Kodak's the way to go, man. That's a Rochester company. Rochester. It's a Rochester. That was a meme stock at one point, too. That shit popped heavily. What I miss? I didn't even know I was talking about. I was talking about that EXPI stock. Yeah, dude. I fucking... When you were saying that, as soon as you said that, because I watched Bloomberg, like constantly i feel like that's yeah. where i gain nine like probably like 60 percent of my investing knowledge just old people that know a lot <laughs> i just absorb yeah. all this like mass information but um like they talked about they always talk about how like properties are so like just like the lending and like the interest rates are just ridiculous right now yeah and fucking when you um when you started talking about that, I just started thinking. I was like, man, that might, that company might be hot to put some money into, dude. Like it's it's gonna be hot until like the summertime. Like a lot of I've been keeping up with. There's a lot. I have a lot of real estate investors on my page too because they're pretty smart motherfuckers. They're buying and selling fucking houses left and right and making thousands and thousands of dollars worth of profit. That's badass. Just without even being like a real real estate agent and. Uh, so I keep up with them and they're pretty adamant that like this, this, like the rise on EXPI is going to continue on for a little bit here. And I can see, I can see it. 
like I see EXP, like they have so many real estate agents around here and they're making money, money, money for sure. And if that's just in this little tiny area of Pittsburgh, like there's an entire country where they're probably doing the same exact thing. So they're making hella money. That could be a hot hell call money. option on this, Johnny. Set a call option for like May or June. Yeah, so I would say, yeah, like May or June, probably. That could be hot. I'm looking at the chart, and their max chart just looks absolutely terrible. It makes me want to place a put option immediately. But I think <laughs> yeah. if, they're, if they're growing so fast, like, bro, this shit skyrockets. That's some fucking. I also think they give, like, all the employees, like, stock into the company. Like, when they become a real estate agent, because they, they all have, like, shares in it. So, I, I think when they become an agent, they get shares of the company. So, they have something, like, to grow. Yeah. And, like, the more money they make, the more money that stock will get make. Yeah. And so, they're making hella money because they're all getting, I'm assuming, even at a discount or, like, stock packages, <laughs> which is crazy. So, it's a hot one. Honestly, a call option is a good idea. I might look into that. Yeah, dude. I'm looking at it, bro. <laughs> March 20th, 2020. $7.33. And now it's $161 a share. Yeah. So, I mean... Damn. Fuck. Involves. That's yeah. a lot. The proof that's, is that's, in the pudding. The, the proof is in the, the pudding charts, and they're blowing my mind. <laughs> that's fat. I mean, a lot of stocks have the same looking feel. And like that's probably why that's why my account is up stupid since March. Um, like all good healthy stocks, good businesses Ew. have that like fucking recovery spike, but some Ew. just like are hitting the upper echelon, and that's fucking exp. Yeah, like. yeah, they're definitely taking advantage of Mr. Joseph Biden, Joseph, <laughs> and those interest rates. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, Joe Biden has a, I don't know if he's already done it or if he's going to do it pretty soon here, but he's going to give you a $10,000 tax credit to buy a house. What? That right there is money, money, money for real estate. I guarantee their stock will go up stupid high if that, once that goes through. Well, you tell me so I can get in some real estate companies. You let me know. It, it, hey, now would be a really, if you had, like... The, the money now would be a time to buy a rental property. Define have the money. No, I mean I like know. the stock-wise. If you have good enough credit, you can probably fucking get a house. No, I just want to get in the stock As a rental property? <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like there's a little disconnect between... Yeah, oh, I don't want I know, no rental right? property. I just want the stocks. Oh, my God. So. But I wish, I, I wish, dude, that's like a huge... I mean... I, I want a passive income, even though, like, you would have to probably, yeah. even if you pay a property manager, and it's, like, pretty much yeah. a full passive I don't income. But yeah. I have a, I'm not a big fan of landlords Yeah. in general, so I don't think I would ever be one, but. Yeah, I hate it having it's a landlord. It sucks. I would love to, like, maybe when I'm an old, wrinkly man, I'll just become a real estate agent. <laughs> Count it. <laughs> And do that because some of them, a lot of these people seem like they they're in it to, because they actually get joy out of like putting people in houses and not just for the money. Now, nah, there's some landlords that are really like they're really nice. 
Like they genuinely yeah. like give a shit and they genuinely care. It's not just like, oh, hey, I see you once a month. Where's my money? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel it's like, like not nah, like how nice you doing? Is everything more. working okay? Yeah, you you would be. Like that lady that, like in that apartment up on Mount Washington that we looked at, I feel like she would have been a good lady. Oh yeah, she seemed like a baller. She seemed so the way chill. You made her sound made her seem like a good landlord. She did. She was a sweetheart. She yeah. was a old, little older, but she was chilling. She's like, well, yeah. here's the place. She was just asking me some questions. She was so nice. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Was yeah. it Kathy? What about a Kathy? No, it wasn't a Kathy. I don't know, but she was nice. She's a good lady. Ain't no Karen. That's not like Karen. people. She didn't like. It's not like some landlords where, like, the first time you meet them, they, like, grill you because they're, like, trying to figure yeah. out, like, like, what do you do for a living? How old are you? Yeah. Like, all this bullshit. She was kind of just like, yeah, so this is the place. Like, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, Pitt, Pittsburgh's got good folk. I will yeah, tell you there's that. some good folk out there in the pit. I haven't really came across, like, anyone who's, like, was a major asshole. Yeah. That's good. Like, people driving they're the biggest assholes on planet earth and could care less if they think they're the only person on the road i hate people driving cars man those people are assholes but the second pittsburgh people get out of their vehicle they calm down and become good <laughs> the, pollution the asshole the they step they sit down in their car and the asshole spikes and then when they're out of their car it's just like i think that's what it is it's i think there. because when they're driving all the like the pollution and fumes are going into their car at a faster rate yep. so they're <laughs> inhaling it all and they're getting high off of and that's why everybody drives like 80 miles per hour it's so scary it's crazy people are terrible drivers it's just a it's a problem yeah it's definitely a problem. yeah oh i before before we hit the meme, that fucking building that burned down my yeah, what, is what was that? You kind of said what it was. Oh. Okay, so to put this into perspective, that building was built in 1870 70 or 77, one of those two years. I can't, I saw it. But it was the, like, the South Side's com, like, commerce building. So, like, the, the city commerce of, like, the South Side and everything, that's, like, where they meet and everything. And then there's a barber shop in there too, but that building was built in 1877. So in my screenplay, that building would have been there. Like that's how fucking old that building is. Damn, Damn. that's crazy. And shit like shit like that will never. You'll never get that building back. Like it is completely. Yeah. I was. Utterly, I was just gonna ask. Is it completely gone? Here, I'll, I'll send you. I, I have it on my Facebook. I'll throw it in the chat. It's kind of sad though. It, it's stuff, super sad and like i know i haven't driven past it because it snowed here today and i didn't leave my house but i know when i drive past it it's gonna it's gonna be sad because that's literally like four blocks from my house that's i put crazy. it in the, i don't know if it's gonna make you log in oh yeah it will i'll do it after oh wait Damn. Oh, okay. Damn like, fucking dude, darn I thought, it took, fucking thought it took me out of the call for a second because I didn't see the thing. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of smoke from where you sent us the picture. Like that was. Yeah, I could one. see the flames from my door. Like, like I like I saw it popped up on like my ring thing first. Like it said that there was a fire like on like Eleventh Street. I'm like, oh, that's weird. There's really nothing over there. And then it updated and said like Eleventh and East Carson. I'm like. 
wait, that, uh, there's no <laughs> way I, like, what the fuck? Cause that's like four blocks. And I open up my door and I look down the street and it just flames. Like, like that building had to have been like, that's uh, like a four story, five story building. Like it had apartments up top. How does it so start on it, fire? It started from one of the apartments, I'm assuming, because it started from the top. And oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I don't know. I still, I don't know if they figured out what caused it because it's the whole building's gone. Like they had, they're calling, they had to call in like emergency, like demolition crews because they thought the whole thing was going to just collapse. That's fucking crazy shit, dude. Old old buildings like like that, you gotta be real careful with. It was a, I don't know, fire terms, but they kept saying four alarm fire, which sounded pretty scary. Um, but. Like, I saw in that video I sent, you can watch all the way through it. There's a part where, like, there's the entire building, like, spills out into the street. Like, it was dangerous as fuck. Like, and it's all just heavy. It's just a big old brick building. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty scary. Yeah. Sad day on the south side. Bad day sure. on the south side. I see. I saw pictures of it from, like, the north side, like, up on the hill and everything, and, like, you can see, like, downtown, and you just see this giant, like, plume of smoke, like, coming out from the south side. It was black, dude. You sent us that picture, and it was just like... Yeah, it was... It was a lot. Yeah, crazy. Sad, sad day. Sad motherfucking day. Also, there was a barbershop in there, and I feel bad. No! We a lost small the business also yeah so people yeah. lost their homes we lost like the barbershop we lost the commerce like stuff like a lot of people are probably displaced from just that one fire was anyone in the fire did anyone get caught up in that bitch no i don't think anybody got hurt oh, luckily good. damn well, that's pretty that's pretty crazy i mean Fucking, you said there's apartments in there, too? At least nobody got hurt, though. Yeah. It was also crazy, because you could fucking hear the hel- like the helico- the news helicopters, because there was they were just circling it. So, like, the whole time, I could hear it in my house, just, like, helicopters circling the south side. That's fucking different shit, man. City living. City yeah, living. man. City, City living. living. <laughs> You're not going to get that out. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's my luck, though. Shit like that always happens to me. Unfortunate. Well, let's bring up the the mood a little bit from (laughs) terrifying fires. (laughs) Hit the meme. Oh, I'll hit you with the da-da-da, da-da-da. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your favorite segment of the Socially Distant Podcast, the meme of the week. I am B-Dill, coming at you with your meme of the week, episode 45 Brought to you once again by the Nugget Instagram page. Of course, not a sponsor. Um, this one, I'm not going to lie to you, is a little rough for me to pick. There was a couple of them. I'm stuck between two. Might give you a double feature just because like, we got to go with the ones that are with the times. But there was one today that I just completely enjoyed because it was just right up my alley of humor again. So I'm going to hit you with a double feature meme. First one, because we just had a Super Bowl, you know, the weekend memes from the halftime show. They're going to be out there. We got to... Where, can I go to the call, please? Thank you. Go to the call. Share the screen. Start sharing. And about a boom. Let's see. Right here. We got... Can you see my screen? I do. 
So we got this one right here. It's it's the weekend uh, from that one part of his performance where he's like, I don't know. There's I don't know. I didn't watch. So I don't know technically what's going on, but his the camera's real close to his face, and there's two pictures of him. And uh, the caption is "What my microwave sees," <laughs> and it's just him looking all happy in front of the camera. So you gotta hit him with that one. That one's for the times. But then this one, because this is right up my alley, made me laugh. This old man at like what seems to be this little like gas station or, or like small little corner store. <laughs> He brings up two bags of dog food, sets them on the counter, and the cashier, the girl goes, hey, how you doing? And he doesn't say anything. And then she goes, you getting food for your dog? And he goes, well, what the hell you think I'm getting it for, my fucking zebra? <laughs> oh, my God. So that one, I saw that one the other day. Yeah, that, that one killed died. me, dude. I watched it like three times. God, there's no way that one's like, that one had to be staged but if it's no. not staged then i love that old man because he's just a savage that's some shit that's some shit that when i get that old that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna walk up to a counter with some dog food and the cashier is gonna be like somebody in their 20s and they're gonna be like oh you buying dog food i'm gonna be like yeah for my fucking ostrich dumbass like <laughs> <laughs> oh good times i i wanted to do the ones that i sent you but i already sent you was but they were just so funny bro i'm still laughing at the oh my god he on x games mode <laughs> ah, that was comedic gold that like comedic gold. that's like one of those phrases that you can literally put into like so many different videos and situations and like it works like the um Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> that one <laughs> That one's perfect. It gets funnier. I don't know if you've ever watched like the compilation where like the different ones of those by like the sixth time the guy said Jesus Christ is Jason Bourne, it still gets funnier. It gets funnier every time. <laughs> That's the one that'll never get old because it's just gold. I love it. Oh, it's too good. good but that was I your da 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 meme of the week, episode Classic, forty-five, babe. double feature for you. Oh, had to hit him with it. Had to end with the double feature for the Super Bowl. You know, true that. Good old episode forty-five, double feature. Oh, bangerings, hot bangerings. Let's give out some hot shoutouts. Interesting investing. You know where to find him on YouTube. Subscribe to that. And shit. um. Put his, make sure, we'll shout it out now, but then if you, like, remember, if you can. Oh, cartoon clothing. I'll start yeah. putting it in there every time. His, I put interesting right? investing. Yeah, yeah. Etsy thing. I'll put his, Jake, you got lifetime Etsy shoutouts in our description. Hell yeah, Mr. Lujan. If you want some cool designs on some hoodies, hats, t-shirts, and I think he's got all that, right? Yeah, Bro, I have... I have so many. I didn't know, like, I thought Jake was going, like, specific. I thought it was different because I don't really know what Etsy is. I'll have to look into it, but, dude, the past two weeks, probably, like, twice a day, I will say something to my girlfriend, and then, like, I'll text her something, and I'll, like, write real quick, I'll text her again, I'll be like, put it on a t-shirt. You could have put that on a t-shirt. Today, hey, we, today, we were talking about the gym, and we were talking about, like, exercises and just, like, having knowledge, and literally, I'm going to put it yeah. on a t-shirt, I'm going to say, it's going to say, it's going to say, big brain, big back. Like, that's what it is. You got a big brain, you're going to have a big back because you know all the different ways to do the Dude, exercise. Dude, honestly, just talk to Jake because there's literally no startup cost to, like, the service that he uses, like, and they distribute to Etsy. I'm going to do it. And Big brain, big honestly, back. There's one. All you literally have to do is get on your computer, make it, put it on a shirt, and 
Boom. You're just going to sell it. Like, it costs you absolutely nothing to do. If one person buys it, you make free money. Literally, I will make sure that, like, I get, like, copies of the clothing, and then I'll wear them to the gym, and I'll wear them places. And yeah. People are like, yeah, that's a cool shirt. I'm like, oh, I made it. Go check me out. Tell your friends. Yeah. I'm going to hey, do I it. I hope Jake out with his Facebook business page for that. I'll, I'll get you to set up on the I'm same gonna, program. Yeah, Dylan, we're going to set up a page for, like, a clothing line and my training. We're going to have, like, some funny T-shirts that's going to be weightlifting related, and then my training. We're going to be on there. Let's go. Oh, we'll set you up. I gotta make up some. I'm gonna make up some programs too in my free time. I'm gonna make up like some generic like plug-in programs for people just to like show them, and then obviously we can get more personalized and stuff like that. But no, I definitely want to get started all that shit just because I want to like. Yeah. I can't. I'll get you set up on the Facebook. You want to hear my Facebook stats for the past since I started? So I started this page on January 12th. It says it says the last 28 days. Um, let me see here. Where did I start? Yeah, that's, I don't think it's quite that far. I think I started the 25th of January, started this page. I'm up to 182 people have liked it. Nice. Um, I've reached over a thousand people. Um, I have over 120 engagements. Let's see what else. It's popping though. Freaking... Every single day, I'm at, like, 12 people per day, okay. which is pretty hot. And that's consistent. Like That's pretty good. 12 people a day consi- is not bad. Yeah, it's definitely, like, I can see the consistency, and it's just every single day. It, sometimes it will, like, go 12, and then it will hit, like, 14, and it wants to keep hitting 14, because it will hit, like, a 13 the next day. It's only going to get better, and too. That, yeah. It's that's definitely good. been working. And, like, I've been trying, like new ways to like message people because what i do like to get people to like actually try to come and work like have me come work for them is like i'll have them like i'll add them as a friend or whatever and then i will have them like like my page and if they like it then i'll reach out to them and today i was just i was just messaging them i'm like hey thanks i usually like hey thanks so much for like liking my page and connecting with me uh I usually will ask, like, do you already have a photographer? But today I was asking, like, oh, how's business doing? And that worked stupid well. Like, it was great. Like, the difference between just, like, simple little wording changes on how people react to mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. And because then I ended up having, right yeah, I ended up having, like, 30-minute long conversations with agents before we even talked about pictures. And by the end of the conversation, I was just like, hey, um, I'll come shoot your next house completely free and like we already had like we had this like, that's nice awesome. long conversation that's the and way they're to like do it. oh yes 100 percent, and it works like 95 percent of the time that's kind of like that's a similar way that um the one guy one of the trainers there who's like a couple years older than me um he was just like giving me some advice the one day and he said, like, as much as it doesn't work too often, like, just going around and talking to people on the floor and, like, trying to, like, get them to, like, come and train with you or sign up and do that yeah. way. He said it's a really good way to kind of, like, just, like, build that report. He said don't even go up to them and even, like, just tell them you're a mm-hmm. new trainer. But literally just be like, oh, I'm just trying to, like, learn some faces, trying to meet some of the regulars. Mm-hmm. And then just be like, ask him. Be like, so what are you doing today? Or, like, what exercise, yeah. you know? What do we work and like stuff like that? Like, don't bring up training. Don't bring up the fact that like you yeah. love to work with them. Literally, just tell them who you are, and then just go right into like, so how is your workout going today? Like, what's yeah. going on? And I was like, yeah, we, yeah, we had a marketing meeting last night about just like 
good tips and stuff on what to do when talking with agents. And, like, one of the big things was, like, when you, like, you really want to, like, try to just get them into, like, a, a long term like like beginning conversation be Mm -hmm. like hey can we just get on the phone real quick like even for like because then it's not even like a cold call you're like you if you have a conversation with them on facebook and then you get a phone call with them then you already Mm -hmm. talked to them and you don't have to they know who you are and it's not like you're calling them out of nowhere because like you can like cold calling does work and i feel like in your situation like in the gym that's pretty much a cold call like when you walk up to someone that and like unsolicited Mm-hmm. and be like hey blah 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 yeah so, like, especially if i walked up i was like oh hey i'm a new trainer here like yeah love to work so, with you like you want to schedule like that you can't just walk up to somebody yeah. and say that so, so the really take it like, from facebook it. take it from facebook to in person like you would want to like go up and pretty much like the first conversation you have with them you don't want to bring up anything mm-hmm. about personal training you just want to only like he was talking about coffee meetings and like he always had like 40 minute coffee meetings where they didn't talk about like pictures or anything or even anything that he did until like the last five minutes and like the whole time was all about like the client and like like oh where'd you grow up and like yeah he literally told me like like, building the faster you can get them to start talking about themselves into the conversation the better Mm -hmm. like literally introduce yourself say like two things about me say like oh hi my name is brad i'm a new trainer here like blah 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 how's your workout going today like get them to start talking about themselves because then as soon as you get them as soon as you make them feel like you're interested in actually what they're doing, and because like especially in the gym too, like everybody kind of like more or less likes to yeah. think that they know 100 percent what they're doing, and like people like to be complimented, especially in the gym. Mm-hmm. So like I might even like try like a little like you know be like oh hey how's the workout going today and they're like good good I'll be like yeah I was watching the form looks great like something like that to get it in their mind like oh this is a friendly yeah. guy he thinks my form looks yeah. good like I wonder how he thinks about the rest of my stuff like. Yeah, that's interesting. One of the biggest thing on my messages is I throw out compliments like left and fucking right because people like being told that they're doing a good job. Like even if I've like literally never seen what like an agent has done, I can just be like, I really appreciate all the work you're doing here because I can tell like that they do have like a lot of business and stuff. So they're obviously like doing good work. And mm-hmm. just by like complimenting them, you just every barrier breakdown is mm-hmm. like one step closer to a sale. Yeah. Or, like, a, a long-term customer or, like, a, anything. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, literally, if you can, like, if you can start to, like, just, like, build that rapport with, rapport with them and then by, like, the third time you see them in the gym, then maybe bring up, like, hey, have you ever thought about personal training? I got some stuff I'd love to show you or maybe, like, some stuff yeah. you've never seen. Like, don't bring it up until, like, the third, fourth, fifth time you talk to them because then that way it doesn't seem like you're trying to come off as – you want to sell him something. It yeah. literally just wants to come off as like, oh, hey, like, I'd like to offer you some more help or like help yeah, in general. Another thing, too, that's yeah. like a big, a big thing that like I'm starting to get a little bit better at like talking to people on the floor. Like it's still new to me and it still kind of makes me feel, especially with like COVID and stuff like that. Like I feel very, very like awkward and touchy about like trying to like get close to some of these people in the gym because like a lot of them you don't know. Like, yeah, they're in the gym, so they might be like yeah. okay with the whole COVID thing. But at the same time, I don't want to like get too close to somebody make them feel uncomfortable and they're gonna be like hey back off like you know covid like why are you coming to talk to me like so i understand that but yeah and then uh, another thing he told me too is like and it's it's rough for me just because like i'm so persistent on it with like a lot of people that i talk to and like my friends in the gym like form wise the one guy was like trust me he's like as much as you're gonna want to do it he's like if you see somebody doing an exercise and their form isn't the great 
almost tell them that their form is like, don't be like, if it's terrible, don't be like, oh, you look great. Keep doing it the same way. But don't walk up to them and be like, hey, man, like, yeah, I want to help you out. Don't like, don't walk up and yeah. point out a problem right away, which is going to no. be rough because like I want people to do things safely. Like there's a lot of things you can do incorrectly yeah. and could end up hurting yourself. But like, you know, they're not going to like listen yeah. to me. It's. Yeah, I think I think you kind of said it in there somewhere, but one of the biggest things you can do to get like a client is help them in some way. Provide like value to them without them ever asking for yeah. it. Yeah, like, like literally by the time I end the conversation, try to give them like one piece of info that they probably didn't know or like weren't expecting. Yeah, if yeah, if they can leave there where you help them in the littlest way, they're going to remember that you, you helped them once. Mm-hmm. And they're much more likely to trust you. Like, mm-hmm. there was a situation where the shoot that I was supposed to do today before it got rescheduled because of the snow was because this agent, I had reached out to them last week and I was like, um, I sent them, like, I talked to them on Facebook and then I sent them, like, this email that I have that pretty much just gives them all the information they need to know about us, like our pricing and all that stuff, just so they can have it for their records. And she emailed me like Monday, I think. Yeah, she emailed me Monday. It was like, hey, I cannot get a hold of my like normal photographer. Can you come out can, and do the shoot? I'm like, yeah, 100%, and I'll do it for free. And I just want to make sure that like everything works out for this house because I looked at it, and it seems like it's been sitting there for a long-ass time. So if I can come in there and do really good photos of it and it sells quickly, that is a oh, that customer is mine 100%. Like, she yeah. will not go back to the other photographer. 100%, dude. Yeah. 100%. And that's and, how you do it, boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't think I would ever get into, like, a, anything like this, but I definitely think... I think it might be because my mom has, like, a small business, and I kind of, like, picked up on a lot of the stuff that, like, she does, like, with her clients and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's a definitely a good route for me. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Life. I just gotta pick up like just more of like the, like the yeah. small talk it's, shit. Yeah, I definitely have a lot less barriers that I had to jump over, which in comparison to you, like I don't have like a corporate structure like weighing me down. Yeah, but like once you once the... you get out of there, like you like you're gonna be. You wanted it's pretty much like the same exact thing. It's just client based like interaction. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both just providing a service. Yeah. So. Yeah, especially, like, because I love seeing um, the the one owner at Chautauqua Health Fitness, Greg. I just love watching him interact with his clients because, like, the few times I shadow him and he, like, shadowed him and talked to him about stuff, like, he just, they're basically, like, a lot of them are just, like, his friends. A lot of them are just people yeah. he's known, like, family friends, people from the area that, like, they've been coming to the gym for years. So, like, they get to know him and, like, not just, like oh, I go to this gym and, like, this guy is my trainer. Like, oh, no, like, I go and Greg trains me. And, like, he says a lot of them, like, their kids play together. Like, they know him from the area. So, like, and that helps, too, being a smaller area like Fredonia. You can really, like, build that build that relationship with people. And it's tougher in, like, bigger areas. But that's just the one thing I like because I love watching him train people because it's literally, like, he's, like, just their friend. And, like, I I don't have any – I don't have any doubt that when I start to train people, like, the people that I even did, like, the kickoffs with, like, we were having, like, a good time. Like, I was making them laugh. I was, like, you know, they were interested. I was trying to be fun. Like, I was getting interactive with them. Like, there was a lot of them. I was, like, doing the exercise with them just to make them feel better about doing it, not just, like, you know, I tell you – this guy tells you to do an exercise and I just stand here and watch you. 
yeah. the one. I was like, all right. I was like, let's do this. And I got down and I like did abs with like, I did abs with like the one lady. And I was like, all right, let's do some crunches. Yeah. And I did them with her and she was like into it. She was like laughing. And she's like, oh, this yeah. is cool. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, that's just what you got to do. It's all, at the end of the day, it's all just really good customer service. Oh, yeah. And like, like working at GNC and working at Hibbit and like it helped me out a lot. Like in every other job that I've had during the time I worked at Hibbit and like after Hibbit, like just like those customer service skills have improved like my yes. able to ability to do things a lot. No, I couldn't, like, no matter couldn't agree more. what the field is. It's really like from politics to photography, like the, it's the same exact like model yeah. at the end of the day. You could probably relate to because I find it really funny because I say it all the time and then my mom and dad laugh at me because they're like, you say that, but it's not the case. I say it like literally almost every day. I'm like, dude, I hate people. People are stupid. People are dumb. Mm-hmm. People piss me I'm, off. People piss mm-hmm. me off. But I'm it, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, no matter what I have to do, like job or like work wise, I'm great with people. I hate them. Yep. I can't stand uh-huh. them, but I'm great with them because I just yeah. know how to, I know how to handle them. I know how to talk to them. I know how to get yeah. them engaged. Like I'm like GNC. Yeah. I could, nobody ever came in that door and didn't have a conversation with me because I was great at just like picking little things up and being like, oh, hey, and like getting yeah. them to talk about something. Like I'm just great with people. So I like, yeah, I just need the in my, <laughs> yeah, in my job interview for this position i literally they asked me like what my biggest flaw is and i said that i was like the most introverted extrovert on earth <laughs> because i at, at my core i really don't like people yeah I'm the I, same didn't way. Them, I didn't i didn't tell them that i but, like, hate I, people. I really could go all day long without talking to anybody but for some reason when i am working in customer service where i'm talking to people all day it is a complete opposite person yeah like, i'm literally like i'm just so in, my, i'm invested Hundred percent. My phone, like my, I, I can hear it when I talk on the phone the most. I like have a completely different, like, just way of like moving through things. Oh yeah, like, your conversational. Your, your, what's it? Your demeanor or like whatever that term would yeah. be for like just like how you speak and how you like just yeah no I. Working at For Our Future, I also learned a lot of tips on like how to carry your voice in conversation, like going like highs and lows and stuff, like. It, it will bring different reactions from like the person you're talking to and it it works out like Melissa heard me on the phone the other day and she told me that like I'm honestly like really good at like talking to people on the phone which I don't think I am because I'm super introverted and I don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about no I just like ah I think one of the things like I talk to people and I try to do it because it's probably good to do and they probably appreciate it, but sometimes they can come back to bite me. Like what I said about GNC, like I was probably the worst sales associate ever as far as like a selling standpoint because people yeah. would come in the door and I would almost convince them not to buy something because like they don't need it. But a lot of people yeah. appreciated it. And then that way when they came back and they saw me, they were like happy and then they were yeah. more inclined to buy the next time because they were like, okay, this guy's not going to lie to me. Yeah. So like I'll take his advice and I will buy it. But like, yeah, yeah. I know I always, I'm I always thought that was something at Hibbit that we were able to do was because like we didn't really, we weren't being like targeted by corporate or anything. There were a couple times we were, but like we were good, like we brought a lot of money in and it was because like we were like literally like the all the Puerto Ricans would come in and they would slap people up and like, yeah. it was like, like we were like in with like the community, like, and we would give people like discount. I would give people discounts all the time. Like I would probably lost him at so much money 
but also made them money long term because we kept those customers. Mm-hmm. Like every single time, like I would see like a a single dad or something with his kid, like I would try to get as much possible off of that. Yeah. Because I like I like I he's buying like these stupid expensive Jordans and I'm like why aren't you buying like diapers for your child <laughs> and I'm like I'm not gonna tell him like not to do it so like I have to make sure he yeah. at least saves money. So no, that I money, was hopefully I was the same way. There was people who'd come in the door and if there's certain products I could mark down and it wouldn't get like red flagged, I would do it. Like when we got cl- when yeah. we got time to like shutting down. Freaking Sally Bones. Shout out Sally Bones. She came in there. She bought some protein. I knocked that bitch in half. <laughs> <laughs> Gave her the old, gave her the old two for one. I was like, "Yeah, you got it. You good, girl. Get out of here." Yeah. I was like, "Take that, that was run." Weird. I was like, "They, they, they fired yeah. me anyway, basically." So fuck them. Yeah, uh, I like retail, but I'll never go back nope. to it. But got good, good things from it. You got to learn. Got to learn how to talk to people. Get people to talk User. to you. That's one of the best things retail can teach you is how to get people to talk yep. to you. Lesson of the yeah. day. That's what retail's good for. Teaching you how to get people to talk to you. Fucking yeah, put it on a t-shirt. Wage, yep, minimum wage jobs are a good thing, um, and they should continue to like help the youth learn good work ethic and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Put it on a t-shirt. That's all I gotta say. Put Close it. Wrap it. You should. You should have put it on a t-shirt. On a, on a t-shirt. t-shirt, I might have that one. I'm gonna take that one. Oh, from but you. it should be like a little t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fucking. It's a tiny t-shirt. It says put it on a t-shirt on the t-shirt. All right, I'm writing that one down. I'm taking that one. I appreciate you for that. That's a hot one. Taking that idea, give you credit. Put you in small letters on the bottom. Idea by Dylan Gethner and trying to love. <laughs> All right. All right. Episode 45. We'll see you next week. In the books. Hell yeah. In the books. And if you need CBD, go to recoverx.com and use code BASIC. Oh, yeah. Recoverx.com. Yes. Code Big Sugar. Shout out Interesting Investing. Shout out Something Clothing, whatever it was. I forgot the name. Cartoon Clothing Co. Cartoon Clothing Co. Look at that. Look at all these shout outs we got. Look at all these non sponsored. All right. Bye. Peace.